Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 18th of February. It's a Friday. And this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, startups, reporting season, and macro. And at Beecher is here with me, Nadine Blaney. How are you? Uh, well, it's been an up and down week. Another huge week for company reports, a bit of tension, mm-hmm. throw in a labor force report. Yeah, it's just we've had everything thrown at the markets this week. And all that, we closed flat. I know. I'm <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I did call it this morning when I saw the futures and saw what happened on the U.S. markets because all week I've been thinking, oh, you know, we're up about 1% for the week. Um, We've put in pretty decent performances over the weeks, even though there's been a lot of volatility in there. Um, But yeah, I said it could be very line ball today and true to form. Uh, look, the market did lose a lot of steam in th- today overall, but a little bit into the close as well. And that really erased our chances of making any any good gains for the five trading days. So down today by 1%, 7,221. If I take a look at the sectors, um, it really is a story of um, gold in one regard. Uh, because we did see a lot of those gold miners doing really well. I had a chat with Chris Weston from Pepperstone this morning. He was so juiced about gold rising above that 1900 level. Um, but then you look at the likes of CSL and it was down by 3% today. So it's really chunky. And I have know. to say, just to jump in on gold, Carl Capalinga, who of course is yeah. a crypto bug, he doesn't like gold at all. And he literally said today, it pains me to say that the charts for gold are looking good. And he named a couple of mid-caps and small-cap stocks, of which all the mid-caps he mentioned rallied today. So there you go. A big tick for one of our fan favourites. Good on him. And you know what? You can actually listen to that interview. Of course, you can always find the interviews on our website, but this is available via the show notes. I like the title. It's Be a Bull, Be a Bear, But Don't Be an ostrich yeah that was brilliant so he covers gold i guess in the vix nasdaq and the s&p asx 200 so good on him that's uh that's a good friday wrap for you um look one of the features of reporting season always are dividends are they better than last year have they had to be trimmed we saw fortescue trimming this week because of what we know with the price of iron ore in that half uh, bhp really did come to the party um, pleasing shareholders there was a few special divvies in there but also buybacks. And I had a chat with Don Hampson from Plato Investment Management who said that he's been pretty impressed with this reporting season for income investors thus far. Yeah, it's, it's interesting though because we've been sitting here sort of on a case-by-case basis, no thematic. We sometimes wonder if earnings are disappointing or profits are disappointing, they're still offering dividends. So it's sort of a, a broader thematic. I mean, do like offering dividends is great for the share price, but... We're just wondering, should you just plough them back in and build the business? I mean, reinvesting for growth. Reinvesting for growth. So we we were just 
debating that one, this is a broader reporting season discussion mm-hmm. of under what situations do you offer dividends? And of course, a blockbuster, you know, commodity price is is a no brainer or doubling your customer divestment. base. Higher, yep, divestment, high, selling higher margin products instead of lower margin products. There's a heap of reasons why you hand out dividends. So don't just assume that dividends is necessarily a sign of balance sheet health. That's all I'm saying. Well, and it's also not necessarily a sign of um, forward thinking management. <clears throat> and there has been a lot of commentary in the past about what holds potentially Australian companies back from being really innovative mm-hmm. and taking, um, you know, a worthwhile risk. And some of it is it's not it's our fault. You know, investors, shareholders, retail investors, True. absolute addiction to the income stream and franking credits as well. You know, it's really hard to break a shareholder base from from the expectations of getting dividends. Yeah. And you know what, just to put the macro back back our hat back on, this is something the RBA has always been frustrated about. Like really the outcome of a decade of lower and lower and lower interest rates is not companies taking risk. Mm-hmm. It's people built building up their stock market portfolio and building up their property portfolio. Property portfolios and getting tax uh, credits and everything else. Mm. It's, um, it is it is perverse in the way that it impacts the economy. It's that old animal spirits that yep. Glenn Stevens used to call for in you the did. economy. We yep. do get CapEx next week. <clears throat> Excuse me, Annette. We get CapEx next week. What are we expecting? It should be a good number. As we know with CapEx, there's two numbers. You get the quarter on quarter. That's a good building block for GDP. But I remember the last one three months ago is everyone was expecting the forward guidance, to use a familiar phrase, to be slashed, just given we were just coming out of Delta, we were just heading into Omicron, and yet everybody upgraded their forward guidance in terms of forward planning. So, so, so rather than the quarter-on-quarter number, I think analysts will be looking at the year ahead because we do risk being an economy that just buys and sells houses and buys stuff. Uh, we really do need that core business investment to drive the backbone. Everyone's on the productivity bandwagon. You can't have productivity without investment. So I know it sounds like one for the macro heads, but to me, a sign of a good company that is forward planning, technology, digitalization, AI, whatever type of investment it is, that's released on Thursday. Okay, so Thursday we're looking forward to wages next week on the 23rd. We're all I sick feel, of it. I feel yeah. like we've said all we can say on wages. It's the RBA's fault. They've told us to look at wages growth, so we're doing what we're told. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we will do what we're told come mm-hmm. Wednesday. I'm not disputing <laughs> it. I'm just saying I don't know what else I can say yeah, about I wages. I- but I did have a, an interesting conversation today with a gentleman from Aberdeen, and he was saying wages inflation, which we know is more persistent than other types of inflation. He thinks that some of those structural um, you know, problems that we had pre-COVID um, – well, while they may still exist, he still believes that this wages piece will be more persistent. It's how it's got a reaction function when it comes to corporates. So his thesis was that we are not necessarily in a short-term shift between growth and quality to value and cyclicals. He's actually seeing this as a decade-long trend. Mm. And so he's saying the market has not priced that in. They may have priced in this value versus growth sort of scenario with rising interest rates in the short term, but he sees this as a very, as a much longer trend across the globe. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It's online if anybody's interested in taking a look at that. Yeah, no, we're all pretty much sick of talking about wages. I guess it does boil down to we need the great, the inflation 
which means we need to get inflation to get the wages, to get the interest rates. It's a circular argument. Loads of discussion out there in terms of, well, if they go early, do they go less? Like, do we only need to get to one and a half? Like, we are so mm-hmm. indebted as a country, whether it's the public sector, the private sector, the household sector, we are drowning in debt to GDP, which is great if you've got an asset behind it. But, uh, you know, if that asset price starts to fall, back to ANZ today, Adelaide Timbrels, they're looking for house prices to fall next year. So it's not great having a pile of debt if the value of your asset behind it starts to decline. So we are in for a sticky situation over the year as those rates start to rise. Okay, so uh, all that being said, let's get to the stock of the day, shall we? I sort of forgot to mention it when we were talking about reporting season, but we do go down little rabbit holes, don't we? We do. Which we're allowed to do. Stock of the day is Smart Group. Um, It was the top reporting season company almost. I mean, if you put Magellan to one side. So we spoke with the CEO, Tim Loy. um, But what I was interested in and what, you know, what most of you probably are is whether it's a buy. And so that's the question I put to Claude Walker from A Rich Life and Luke Winchester from Merriweather Capital. There's a few key things to keep in mind about Smart Group. I guess the most important and first one would be that this is more of a value play or a dividend stock. And of course, Many people have owned shares in it in the hope that it will get taken over for a premium. And, you know, you just mentioned how that's played out recently, which which led to the share price dropping down. I think for the for the um, dividend style investor who's more of a value style investor, I, I'd actually probably say call it a buy. I'm always reticent to buy a stock on the day. It's up like 8, 10%. When I look at the result today, it's the exact result I expect from Smart Group. It's sort of mid, um, low mid single digit revenue growth, some control over their costs, you get some margin growth and sort of high single digit profit growth. I agree with Claude, the dividend, there's some um, obviously a special dividend in there, but this is a business. I think you'll see more of them in the future mm-hmm. because if they don't make acquisitions, the cash builds up on the balance sheet and you've got a CEO who, who will give it back to shareholders. So I think for the right investor, it's a buy. So that is the stock that's going in the portfolio. In fact, there were two stocks that were put into the Osbiz portfolio today, or at least that have been put up for consideration for the in- by the investment communi- um, committee. So you'll have to listen to the episode to find out what the other one is. Eh? Oh, even I wanted to know Classic that. You've tees. got me wanting to no, listen now. There you go. <laughs> you'll have a bit of time this weekend, Annette, if I you're not will. out weeding in your garden or something. I hope the sun <laughs> stays out. Walk me the dog, too. weed the garden. Yeah. yeah. Not Pick out some on more limes and lemons. They're coming. Oh, are they? Yeah, limes and lemons are coming slowly, so we're looking forward to another crop of those. Although I'm trying for dry February, I'm not having much luck. I cracked last weekend. I'm not sure about this weekend. Ooh, I'd say, I'd say one, you're allowed that? to crack. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of reporting, reporting season. season. <laughs> Listen, I'm all talked out, and that you can hear by my because voice. It is reporting season. Yeah. Why yes. don't we um, call it a day for this podcast on a Friday again? I'd like to say just once a week. Thank you so much for um, listening. Thanks for watching if you're interested in ausbiz.com.au. Thanks for the fan mail for these podcasts, actually. I do get the odd line here and there. People do listen to us as they're coming to work in London, so that's yeah, nice to hear. that's wonderful. So, yeah, shout out to our friend in London and um, hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll um, do it all again on Monday. See you Monday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.